So last week, two things happened. One was a number of people said they got threatening emails demanding they vote for Trump. The emails appear to be from people affiliated with the Proud Boys, a far-right extremist group. That's thing one. Thing two is a few days later, the FBI holds a press conference and announced that Iran and Russia had obtained voter registration information and that Iran had been sending, quote, spoofed emails designed to intimidate voters. We are standing before you now to give you the confidence that we are on top of this and providing you with the most powerful weapon we have to combat these efforts, the truth. So with so much misinformation and voter suppression happening right now, what makes these spoof emails stand out? Recode's Sarah Morrison's here to explain. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how you doing, Teddy? So lots of things we don't know still, but what we do know, can you tell us exactly what these emails said? Um, so the emails that I've seen, they basically say like, you know, name, we know your personal information, we know you're registered as a Democrat, we've gained access into the entire voting infrastructure, and you will vote for Trump on election day or we will come after you. Change your party affiliation to Republican. Let us know you received our message and we'll comply. And we will know which candidate you voted for. I would take this seriously. Um, And some of those were accompanied by the recipient's like actual home address. Mm. So, you know, there was like real personal information in there too. Got it. So they're using public information, but it sort of looks foreboding, right? That's sort of the idea. Yeah, sure. I mean, like if you got an email that had your home address in it and was like vaguely threatening, I think you would um, be like, oh, that's not great. So if it wasn't members of the Proud Boys, who exactly do we know was sending these spoof emails? So we we don't know exactly. I mean, we know who the intelligence community thinks it is, and that's Iran. But um, so basically, the emails appeared to come from an email address associated with the Proud Boys, um, but that address was spoofed. Proud Boys have denied having anything to do with this. And then the FBI and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence said on you know, Wednesday night, that they believe the emails were sent from Iran, and Iran has also denied any involvement. The email address is info at officialproudboys.com. Yeah. Um, So beyond the obvious threats of of violence, tell me, like, what concerns you or what's the most alarming thing to you about these spoofs? Well, I mean, obviously, if you got an email with a threat of violence in it, you would be a little nervous. Um, Of course, of course. Even knowing the possibility that they could actually find out who, you know, you voted for was, like, pretty remote. And I think, obviously, if you didn't know how they got that information, um, you would probably be also, you know, like, what the heck? Um, It seems like, and from what the government said, they actually got these from publicly available voting and registration information, um, not anything being hacked, which is pretty easy to obtain and not, you know, super sophisticated. I don't, most people might not know that. And then like, you know, on a larger sort of broader scale, I think, you know, it's sort of alarming that someone, you know, whoever it was, especially like a hostile foreign power would be trying to intimidate voters this way. I think some of the emails also came with a video about how to make fraudulent ballots. Additionally, Iran is distributing other content to include a video that implies that individuals could cast fraudulent ballots, even from overseas. This video and any claims about such allegedly fraudulent ballots are not true. But that could undermine, like, just confidence in the election process sort of on a larger scale. Is there any indication that this sort of interference is effective or at least this method of interference? I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think many people would change their vote because of it. Um, And the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, said, you know, this was not an attempt to get more votes for Trump, but an attempt to, like, damage him. 
I guess, by making it seem like his supporters are like engaging in illegal <laughs> voter intimidation tactics. Yeah, because there's, there's a broader context here, right? I mean, there's obviously voter intimidation is sadly sort of part of modern politics. But like, can you give me the broader context here about what exactly we're seeing in the run up to Election Day? You know, social media and misinformation or disinformation that got a lot of attention in 2016. Obviously, those aren't the only ways to suppress votes and never have been. But, you know, this year, you know, aside from like attempts from like election officials, which like I won't get into here, you know, we've, we've seen reports of like supporters, um, usually for one particular candidate, sort of standing outside polling places uh, with, you know, signs and sort of having kind of maybe intimidating rallies. There have been concerns that armed Trump supporters are going to show up at polling places and like observe or watch the polls. Those have been encouraged by Trump himself. Yes. Yeah. You know, and there was a recent report that a ballot drop box was, you know, intentionally set on fire. And then now, obviously, we have the FBI telling us that Russia and Iran are have obtained voter registration records and are making attempts to interfere with, with the elections. These actions are desperate attempts by desperate adversaries. Even if the adversaries pursue further attempts to intimidate or attempt to undermine voter confidence, know that our election systems are resilient and you can be confident your votes are secure. Recode Sarah Morrison, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Teddy. You can read more of Sarah's work at recode.net 